Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Pickleball is a new rage. It's replacing tennis for old people. I'm gonna uh, encourage you to buy the new book, Pickleball Faith, written by my friend Stacy Lynn Harp. She's gonna talk about Jesus and pickleball in this interview. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have an interview with a longtime friend. Stacy Lynn Harp is the author of a new book, Pickleball Faith, and it combines elements of her faith in Jesus Christ with the new sport of pickleball. Maybe it's not new, but we're gonna learn what is pickleball when we welcome Stacy Harp. Welcome to the program, ma'am. How are you today? I am wonderful. It's so nice to be back with you. Well, you're very kind, and you and I have worked together uh, really since my days when I was a Navy chaplain. You were one of the first early adopters of the right of chaplains to pray in Jesus' name. You have been a media consultant and expert. You have your own uh, talk show, uh, it, it's, it, it, and your new charity. It's called Heart Tug International. What does your charity do? Yes, what we do is it's the over umbrella of our ministry for Bible News Radio. The main thing that we're doing now is building disciples, actually. We do Bible studies, we do biblical counseling, and we, you know, we, we're trying to hold people accountable to reading the Word of God. Because let me ask you, when was the last time you read through the whole Bible yourself? Well, I, I try to read a little of the Bible almost every day, but the whole Bible, that's, that's a big enchilada. Yeah. Yeah, but I was challenged. I actually write about it in my book, Pickleball Faith. <laughs> inspiration on and off the court, so. Okay, yeah. so inspiration on and off the court. What is pickleball? Okay, so I knew you were gonna ask what pickleball. This is a pickleball, literally. It looks like a wiffle ball, but it's really not. It's a pickleball. And the game of pickleball actually has been around since the 1960s, the early 60s. It was named the rumor is after the dog named Pickles, who would go chase the ball, so they thus named the game Pickleball. Um, and it really has been kind of a hidden sport all over the place, but the thing is, is it's actually the fastest growing sport in America. And I started to play it about six years ago, and it, it, it changed my life. It was a, one of these things where, yes, I'm an old tennis player, I won't say how old I am, but I'm over <laughs> 50. And most of the people I was playing with six years ago were retired. But here's the thing, because this thing has exploded and celebrities, TV shows, you know, uh, you know, liberal media, a lot of famous people you would know actually play this game. Um, you know, it's come more to the forefront in the last couple of years. Uh, so it's been around for a long time. It's older than we are, but People are just now hearing about it. So hold up the paddle and, and show me how this, you know, talk us through, what do you do with that paddle? Is, is, it, is it literally a tennis court or is it more like a basketball court? It's indoors on hardwood and there's like a net in the middle. It looks like tennis. It looks like tennis. So what this is, is the paddle. This is a kinetic one, which takes all the impact in here so you don't get tennis elbow. 
or pickleball elbow. Um, and the thing is, is you serve underhand in pickleball and you can play indoors or you can play outdoors. Um, the court is about the size of a badminton court. So it's a lot smaller, <laughs> Yeah. which like for somebody like me is it's, I don't have as much place to run, which is really nice. Um, and the, the biggest difference aside from that is that this is a, a, it's supposed to be like a dinking game. So the kitchen is the, the place right over the net, you know, it's, it's those two lines that you're not supposed to go into the kitchen. So you'll, if you Google pickleball and kitchen jokes, you'll see a lot of those because of that. Um, but you're really supposed to play it at the net, not back like you do in tennis. And in tennis, you serve overhand in pickleball, you serve underhand. Okay. So it's, it's less physically challenging than, than tennis is for young people. Pickleball might be for you and me. You know, this is something I could probably do, even though I'm, no, my producer is shaking his head. I'm not gonna be good at this. So, so has this helped you stay in shape? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But it's also created, you know, a lot of injuries. <laughs> oh no, wait a minute. But, you know, the thing is, is that people that play this, we don't care. We all have injuries, so we just keep playing, but you gotta be smart, so. But not like broken bones. This is not a contact sport like football or uh, anything anything violent. No. Okay, good. Not on a good day, no. <laughs> so you can probably find a pickleball court or league at the local YMCA or or at you know your local gym. A lot of places, if if there's a volleyball court or a basketball court, they'll set up on Saturday mornings for people to join the pickleball league. You can find it in every city in America. Uh, why did you write a book about pickle, pickleball and how does this connect to faith? I'm glad you asked that. <clears throat> you know what? I wrote this book because I saw some interesting dynamics happening with me personally, but as I was interacting with, with the people that I played with. Um, for example, I noticed bad attitudes that I had. Right. I noticed that when there was an older person, like in their seventies and they were really slow and I didn't really want to play with them that I would anyway, cause I'm a nice person, but other people wouldn't. And they would cop an attitude like, you know what? I'm not gonna play with you cause you're, you're not as good. And the, and the Lord started to speak to me and convict me of my attitudes. And so I started to write about that. And then as I wrote it, I was like, oh my gosh, it, it didn't turn out anything like I expected, honestly. I thought my book was gonna be one thing and it turned out and it's like kind of like reading my journal. And honestly, I've had more people read my book right now who bought and read it who don't play the sport than actually do because it go it it combines elements of me being a therapist, me being a Christian, and any of the principles in this book you can actually apply to, you know, even what you're doing here on your show. So hold up the book, it's called Pickleball Faith, and we're gonna take a short break, but you can find this wherever books are sold, Pickleball Faith, just like it sounds, written by Stacy Lynn Harp, and we'll have more right after this break. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. 
And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by Stacy Lynn Harp, who has written, a, a, I wouldn't say an important book, but a fun book. Uh, it's, it doesn't look very thick. How many chapters in your book, Pickleball Faith? There's 19 chapters in my book. 19 chapters, so you have different personal vignettes or stories, or is it structured, or are there Bible verses? How does it connect to Jesus? <laughs> we have, um... You know what, I think I counted about close to 20 scriptures through the thing. This is not a Bible study, but it is watching me work out my faith on the pickleball court uh, and learning learning lessons. So I'll tell you a little story, okay? So this lady I was talking about earlier that I didn't wanna play with, um, this one day I was I was at the court and playing and I, I was like, I really don't really wanna play with her. And, but I did, you know, cause that's me. I, I'm a friend to everybody, you know, ev literally everybody. Um, and after the game was over, the Lord put in my in my mind to start asking people, what is one thing that you've gotten through in your life that you that you didn't think you would ever get through? You know, that's a pretty deep question. Um, and I went up to my friend and I asked her this question and she turned around and she said, oh, honey, you know what? Learning to walk again twice. So I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, felt like that big. Right. Like, what do you mean learning to walk again twice? And so she went on to tell me that she had um, gotten run over by a car when she was a little girl uh, and had to learn to walk again. And also that when she was older, she fell off a horse and had to learn to walk again. So as I was, so, so as the Lord was going, like, you're a knucklehead. <laughs> yeah, you were convicted I, because here's a woman you didn't want to play with because she was too slow, but it turns out she's a lot faster than she used to be and she's on the rise because she's persevering and overcoming these past difficulties that you didn't know about. Right, she was a walking miracle, literally. Wow, and now playing and so pickleball. That, yeah, and that, that changed 
that actually changed my thing. And I have a lot of stories like that in my book. That's what it's about. I mean, it's about changing my perspective. It's about having people learn like, like, you know, when advanced players don't want to play with beginners, I remind the advanced players, you were a beginner once. And also as an older person, nobody is forcing you to learn something new. So if you decide you're going to take up pickleball, then, you know, you are actually willingly going out there and putting yourself out there for somebody to judge you or to quote fail. Um, so the therapist part of me <laughs> really comes out in this book because I'm really trying to build people up. And so I, you know, I quote scriptures like Ephesians 4:29, let no unwholesome word proceed out of your mouth, but only such a word that is good for edification according to the need of the moment. Why? So that it would give grace to those who hear. And so, you know, it's not just grace for me to hear it, but grace for you to hear it so that we can build one another up. Um, and it's it's been very, very well received because, you know, we all have a backstory and we don't know each other's backstory. And I think if we knew each other's backstory, we would be a lot, be a lot nicer. Well, I think so. sports in general, uh, although it can become, you know, idolatrous sometimes if it's all about me and, and my athleticism or my team and, and I worship the, the football players that I, I love watching football. But as a young boy, I remember going to little league baseball games and learning basic principles of humanity like sportsmanship and fairness and, and following the rules and shaking hands with your opponents after a game and, and things like that that just uh, team building, you, you know, there's so many skills that maybe we don't think of from a biblical framework, but they do develop the principles of character that you're talking about when you quote Ephesians 4. Yeah, well, and you know, it's funny because at the end of every game, you go up to the net and tap paddles and, you know, say good game to the other side. That's what we do. And that's what makes pickleball cool because it's really, community and, and you know one of the blessings for me has been to see the kids you know come and start playing instead of sitting in front of a computer all day being zoned out you know <laughs> right you know hey i'm a middle-aged woman i if, if if a 10 year old or a 12 year old wants to play with me i'm like i'm there you know that's what it's about i'm kind of encouraged by that now how has uh, your your writing of the book helped change you personally? Because I know sometimes it's one thing to encounter Jesus and he changes your hearts and, and you're a born again Christian. In fact, you and your husband lead an online church through hearttug.org. We'll talk about that in our third segment. But besides your relationship with Christ, how has the sport changed you or how has writing this book helped you grow? Oh, that's a great question. Writing the book has helped me to realize Okay, I'll tell you, oh, here's the truth. I was afraid to put this book out there. Because <laughs> I tell on myself through the whole thing, you know, I mean, I put out my bad attitudes and what God did to correct me and, you know, and all that. Um, but what I've learned, especially in the reviews that I've gotten already, um, is that when people read this book, they, they, even though they're reading about my experience, they're putting themselves into the book and they're going, ah, this is how I can relate to it. Um, so it's it's just being obedient to the Lord. And I write a lot about that. I totally, I write a lot about that. I'll tell you one other story. Okay. Um, one day, one of my friends came to the court and they wanted to uh, 
uh, sell a pie, a uh, cupboard pie. A, you know, it, we're in the South here, so some pie. But they, what they were doing was they were raising money for the Philippines because they wanted to, to buy new paddles, you know, and bring paddles over to the Philippines because the Philippines, you know, pickleball is exploding over in the Philippines. And she asked me, <clears throat> do you, do you want to donate? And I said, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that day, again, I was having a, a selfish moment and and I was feeling self, you know, pity because I was feeling like nobody gives to my ministry. Why should I give to yours and all this other stuff? And as I was, you know, doing this, she walks away and I go out, I get on the court and the Lord says to me, clear as day. He's like, you know, that 20 bucks in your purse that's in your car that you saved because you're going to go out to lunch later with your friends. I'm like, yeah. He's like, go get it and give it to her. And I'm like, oh, oh come <laughs> on. And I'm, I'm playing back and forth, right? I'm, I'm like fighting with God in my mind. And finally, I go, fine, the game's over. I walk out to my car. And as I'm walking out to my car, and it took me a good 10 minutes to get to it because it was parked quite a ways. The Lord said to me, you know those greenies that Alex has been bringing to you for a year? You know, greenies, those dog treats that cost a fortune to feed your little dog? I said, yeah. And the Lord, I go, what about it? God's like, how much money do you think that saved you? <laughs> and I said, okay, it's it saved me probably hundreds of dollars easy. And and I was like, you're right, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm just gonna get the 20 bucks. I'm gonna go give it to my friend. And so I literally went, by the time I got to my car, I was crying. By the time I got back into the court, I interrupted the whole game and I, uh, I walked into the game and I went up to my friend and I said, <clears throat> I said, the Lord just wants me to give you this and I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh. I, I am so sorry. I was so selfish. And yes, of course, I want to support the Philippines. And then, you know, it's like dead sign. Like people are like, what, what just happened? <laughs> and, like, and then I left because I was so, I was just like, just like, <sighs> Okay. You were emotional about it. No, I totally understand. It sounds to me, Stacy, and I've known you a while, this is not a surprise to me, but what you're describing is a personal daily walk with the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ, that he's in you, he convicts you, he guides you, he confronts you sometimes, and he's the one who is sharpening your character through little encounters like, like what you just described on the pickleball court. The book is Pickleball Faith. Hold up a copy again. Uh, we're gonna go to break and we'll be right back with Stacy Harp, author of Pickleball Faith after this. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. 
Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. One more segment with Stacy Lynn Harp, who is the author of Pickleball Faith. The website is pickleballfaith.com. You can get a copy of her book. Uh, and it's also being sold through your new charity. You and Randall are pastors in a sense of, of this Heart Tug Fellowship. Hearttug.org is the name of of your website where you can uh, join the church, but you also have Bible News Radio, that is your podcast, so to speak. You're available in multiple uh, uh, platforms. People can listen to you and Randall preach the gospel and maybe even join your online church. How do people do that? Yeah, that's great. So yeah, Heartfug International, we, uh, we finally, after 15 plus years of doing broadcasting, finally decided to go nonprofit um, and just kind of as an aside, the name of our ministry was actually named after our dog, Tuggy Bear. <laughs> our dog, dog Tug died. And, uh, and you know, we thought, well, how can we memorialize our little beloved dog? Because um, <laughs> we hearted him, we hearted Tug. But also our underlying, you know, motivation is building disciples one verse at a time. And so... Um, we've been doing that. Um, frankly, our ministry has grown since we've done that, which has been a blessing. Um, and, you know, what we do is we try to provide Bible reading accountability because people struggle with that. That's actually how my book ends. I actually talk about uh, pickleball faith and how uh, becoming part of a community in the pickleball community actually helped build me into a Bible reading accountability community um, and not just you know, having a distance thing online, but actually meeting every single day with people to read the Bible together. Um, so we do that. I do offer counseling because of my background and we have Bible studies. I'm a precept trained Bible study leader. I've been leading a couple of Bible studies a week for a while. Um, and then of course, Bible News Radio, which we've been doing for a very long time and be being hidden all over social media like you. Right. Uh, but we, we still do that. And a lot of people love what we talk about there, so. 
I appreciate that. You have fascinating guests. You recently met with Sherry Kagi, who is the daughter of uh, Phil Kagi, the famous guitarist. We've had her as a guest on our show. Um, why do you want to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ through all of your platforms, all of your media? What is the gospel of Jesus Christ? And maybe you would offer to pray with somebody. Well, you know, Jesus changed my life. You know what? I was a kid that didn't know what love was. And when Christ came into my life, uh, he showed me what love is, you know? I was telling my husband just this morning as I was reading in Luke chapter six about how the Pharisees and the scribes were confronting Jesus on the Sabbath day, uh, harassing Jesus about the Sabbath and why he was doing stuff. And what did Jesus do? He healed people, right? When he opened up the Isaiah scroll and he read from that Isaiah scroll that he came to heal the brokenhearted, um, that's Jesus, right? He isn't this character that the world paints him out to be. And hopefully as Christ followers, we're, we're healers, right? Uh, so he came in, he healed me. He forgave me of my sin, which was pretty, you know, I mean, it's ugly, ugly sin. He forgave me of it. Clearly, I'm still working through that because <laughs> I wrote about it in my book. But it's like I've learned who he is as my Abba, right? And maybe it's because I'm older now than I used to be 30 years ago but I think there's a lot of grace to be had and a lot of mercy to be given. Um, and so that is my heart. My heart is that people would come to Christ, that they would know that he loves them more than anything. No, you're absolutely right. Would you lead our audience in a, in a quick word of prayer? Sure. Father, we just come to you and we thank you for your grace and for your mercy. And Lord, for meeting us where we're at, whether it's you know in a studio, like Chaps is doing or on a pickleball court, you know, where people are slamming a ball and, and um, you know, trying to get away from their daily jobs. Um, we just thank you that you're there, that you know us, that you go before us, that you go behind us, uh, and that you think about us. And such knowledge, like David said, is too wonderful for us. It just is. And Lord, so I just pray that you would baptize whoever is watching this with your spirit, that they would come to know you in a mighty, in a very personal way. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Our guest has been Stacy Lynn Harp. Her website and book are pickleballfaith.com. We hope that you get a copy of the book. Stacy, I hope you sell a million copies. I hope everyone tries pickleball at least once. If it's not for you, that's fine. Jesus is for you and we want you to know him. Would you please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and donate when you can, PrayInJesusName.org. On the right side, there's a recurring monthly pledge sponsor button. For as little as $1 a month, you can set it and forget it, become a regular sponsor of this show. If you just prayed with Stacy, or you want prayer with our live uh, uh, phone team, call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word donate to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. 
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.